0: Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that every heart be prepared for what you want to do in us today. God, that every wall, every defense, Lord, just comes down in your presence today. God, I silence the voice of the enemy. Lord, every lie Every lie that he's told, every hook that he has placed in the heart of the individuals here, Lord. God, let it be removed in your presence today. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. This place is a place of freedom today in your presence. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Father, I come against the spirit of religion right now in the name of Jesus. That attitude, that position has no place, has no place on this campus. In the name of Jesus, Father. Holy Spirit, this is your church. This is your service. Do what you want to do in our lives today. Speak to us. Let your word produce what you intended for it to produce in our lives. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You can be seated if you can in the presence of God. I'm just going to share for just a little bit. (laughs) This is probably going to be a service of me sharing a little and us praying a little and sharing a little and praying a little. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. It says, As a prisoner for the Lord then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. To live a life worthy of the calling you have received. I got a question for you. Are you living a life worthy of the calling that God has placed on you? Are you living a life worthy of the sacrifice that Jesus made for you? Today is going to be a day where people are healed. Today is going to be a day where people are set free. Today is going to be a day in the name of God Almighty. Oh, I hope you can feel half of what I'm feeling right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, let us all step into a lifestyle worthy of the calling that You placed on us, with no hindrance or obstacle standing in the way, Father. The Lord gave me a few things to talk about today, and in case you're wondering, yes, I did have a different message prepared today. But I tell you, from time to time, the Lord will do things like this—one um, just to test the trust of the pastor to get up here on just a word and trust that God will give a sentence and paragraph and pages out of the one word that you get he'll do moments like this to honestly just remind us he's still in control and this is all about him is a very specific word today for very specific people. Obstacles to keep us from living the life that we're called to live. From operating in the power that Jesus died for us to operate in and the freedom that he died for us to operate in. Number one, offense offense. Offense opens the door for division in the body of Christ. Offense becomes a wedge that separates us from the presence of God operating in our own personal life. An offense that leads to unforgiveness then becomes a trap of the enemy that puts us in danger of losing the the salvation that Jesus died for us to receive. Offense, Matthew chapter 6 verse 14. This is Jesus speaking on the tail end of just a boatload of powerful statements. If you haven't read Matthew chapter 6 in a while, I highly encourage it. Jesus drops this truth bomb and he says, For if you forgive others when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. Verse 15 says, but if you do not forgive others, their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. Now that's a tough word. This is what I know, if you live long enough, offense is going to come. Friction is going to happen sooner or later. What we do in those moments matters. How we address them, what we choose to do when those moments happen is everything. We either forgive and allow God to heal and move on. Or we take the bait and allow the enemy to set a hook in our mouth. We just got back from this men's camping trip and it was so much fun and all the guys were out there fishing and we had bait on those hooks and thank God this year we caught a few fish. It was great, it was awesome, this is awesome. The enemy lays bait in front of us hoping that we'll take it so that he can set the hook in our lives and pull us away from what God intends for us. Offense. Unforgiveness. Is that in your heart this morning? Listen, this is probably one of the most serious moments you're ever going to experience in your life. If you don't forgive and allow God to heal, the Bible says that that then puts you in a place of hypocrisy in which the forgiveness of God is not extended to you. I didn't say that. Jesus said that. All right, that's not Pastor Josh's opinion. That's the Word of God. God. The highest form of hypocrisy is denying others the forgiveness that we expect to receive from Jesus every time that we mess up. Is there unforgiveness in your heart? Now, for some of us in this room, we're about to go back 20 years. We're about to go back 30 years. We're about to go to your childhood, to the person that molested you. We're going to go back to the father that abused you or the mother that abandoned you? Come on. Do you have the courage today to give God full access to those wounds that you have buried in your life and you have deceived yourself into thinking that you're okay and you have gotten use, you have gotten used to normality when Jesus died to give you so much more. That's a good word. That's do we need to forgive? Whew. Heads bowed, eyes closed, no one looking around, Father, in the name of Jesus. Do your work in this place. Do your work with those that are watching online right now, Father. There's no distance in prayer that can't be traveled by you, Holy Spirit. Do your work. Do your work in life right now. Is there unforgiveness? And I'm not belittling or diminishing what happened in your life. And I'm not doing the churchy thing and saying you just need to get over it. You didn't give it to God. What I'm saying is you need to have a real moment right now and let the Lord have access to your heart. And finally, allow complete healing to take place from those that gossiped about you, those that lied about you, from those that betrayed you. Not to diminish that in any way, but is not the blood of Jesus strong enough to restore and heal the wounds in our lives? Heads bowed, eyes closed, no one looking around. There's unforgiveness that needs to be dealt with. When I count to three, I want you to lift your eyes and look at me. Hey, this doesn't mean that something is wrong with you. That means that you're human and something horrible happened. <laughs> God loves you enough to create a moment like this to, to allow healing to take place in your life if you will just open up, just open up and surrender to him this morning. Unforgiveness guys let's forgive let's heal in the name of jesus if that's you lift your eyes and look at me here we go one two three lift them up lift them up i see yours i see yours i see yours eyes going up all in this place right now all in this place let's just lift up our hands right now father anything is possible in your presence But this is what I know, healing cannot take place until forgiveness has first taken place. Lord, I know our natural defense is to build up walls and to cover and hide those wounds and to snap out every time that sore spot is touched. Father, I pray that everyone in this place would choose to forgive right right now. Get that person, get that offense, get that moment in your mind right now see their face dig it back up you've tried you've buried it and you tried to move on but it's become an anchor it's become an anchor that has trapped you in that area of your life let's forgive right now jesus if you can forgive the sins of all creation Surely you can teach us how to forgive one individual or two or three that have wounded and offended us in our past. Lord, we choose to forgive right now. In light of the the great forgiveness that you've given us, Father, we extend that same grace. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we choose to forgive. We choose to forgive. In the name of Jesus, Father, right now, every, every hurt, every betrayal, Lord, every tragic thing that may have happened to us, Lord, we forgive right now. Even if that means, Lord, Lord we have to forgive ourselves. Father, we release this all to you right now in the name of Jesus. Complete and total forgiveness. In the name of Jesus, Lord, if some of us need to go and have conversations with other individuals. Because you said in your word that if we have an offense with someone, that we're supposed to go and talk to them. Lord, if that's necessary, then let it be so. Lord, we choose to forgive right now. Holy Spirit, as we're forgiving, I ask that you begin the process of healing that you heal and that you restore in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God, I come against the lies of the enemy once again. Once again. For those that are trying to sidestep and skirt and continue to move forward in a self-deception, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I call that to account in your presence. Holy Spirit, shine a spotlight on those moments and those individuals, so that they can be dealt with. In the name of Jesus, Father, let all deception end right now. Or let the light of your truth shine through. In the name of Jesus, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we choose to forgive. Holy Spirit, heal and restore in your presence this morning. In your presence this morning. The second thing that the Lord put on my heart for us in living a life worthy of the calling that we have received, uh, he just gave me one word, and that's identity. Identity. Too many of us have who allowed, have allowed the words of others and the lies of the enemy to create an alternate reality for us Outside of how God intended for us to function and who we are. Everybody say this after me. Ready? Say, I am a child of God. End of story. End of story. Now, the question is do you see yourself that way? Do you see yourself, that, that issue of identity, do you see yourself as a legitimate child of God? Listen, with everything that the Bible says that you can have, yes, Lord. without exception, is it real for you or is it just something that you've accepted you're never gonna walk into and actually live? It's something for everyone else And it's awesome that they actually get to operate like that. But you are different. The same blood that Jesus shed. Listen, for everyone is the same blood that Jesus shed for you. The Bible says that those that are in Christ... Are a new creation the old is gone praise God the old is gone and the new has come that's who we are in Christ a new creation we're not the sum total of the mistakes that we have made or the curses spoken over us by others we are children of the Most High God the Most High God listen Listen, you, you, the, the, the power that Jesus operated in on this earth is the same power that you have access to Amen. in your life. Amen. If we live at the level that God intended us to live at and settle the issue of, of identity and who we are once and for all, listen, it makes you walk and talk a little bit different. Do you understand that you, you carry the presence and power of the Most High God with you everywhere that you go? There's no intimidation by anybody in any room. Now you own the room that you walk into. Why? Because you possess it with the power and authority of Jesus that is bestowed upon you as a child of God. Everything changes everything changes when you finally get a glimpse of who you really are. And I think the enemy hits us so hard with this so much because I say it over and over again. He is scared to death that you are going to get a glimpse of who you can actually be in Christ because he knows that once you get a taste of it, once it's settled inside of you, there is nothing that he can do to hold you back. identity heads bowed eyes closed father in the name of jesus lord speak to us today continue this work lord draw us into your presence another step today if you're here today and you say pastor josh the enemy has been hammering me with this issue of identity i have the hardest time seeing myself the way that the Word of God says that I can be. I have self-doubt. I never see myself as enough. I'm always intimidated by others. I just in a way I'm scared that I am going to mess up being who Jesus says that I can be. And I got news for you, that's the beautiful thing about grace, is if you stumble a little bit, you can get back up, dust off your knees, and keep on walking, being who God called you to be. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I just speak freedom over every person in this room. Freedom over every person. God, let the lies of the enemy be exposed. Father, let us see ourselves in the light of your word as a new creation in Christ as a child of the most high God. Here today and you say, Pastor Josh, that that's me. That's me. I struggle with that. The enemy hammers me with that. That is a stronghold in my life, and it has been for years, maybe decades and I'm sick of it and I'm ready to break free of it and to step into everything that Jesus died to give me access to. If that's you on the count of three, lift your eyes and look at me. Don't let this moment pass you by. This is not something you can resolve later. Don't don't deceive yourselves. In a moment like this, in a moment like this, don't let it pass you by. You may not have another genuine encounter like this while there's breath in your lungs. Father, in the name of Jesus, set your people free today at that shoe. Lift your eyes and look at me. Here we go. One, two, three. Lift them up. And look, I see eyes going up all in this place. Praise God. Praise God for what He's doing in this place. Let's just lift up our hands right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord. You saw every person that lifted up their eyes. Father, you see every heart where it is right now. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we cast down every deception, every lie. Lord, we step out of this stronghold of identity in the name of Jesus. And we step into who you say we can be. In the name of Jesus, Father. We are who you said we could be. Lord, you did all the work. All we have to do is just step in obedience. Just step in obedience to you. And you do all the other stuff. Lord, we just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray. Lord, that this this moment is solidified in our spirits. God, that we refuse to accept anything less, anything less than what you said we could have and who you said we could be. In the name of Jesus. Father, I have never seen a prince or a princess walk into a room acting like anything other than and your word says that we are children of the most high God. That when we speak, we speak. When we're in obedience to you, And lined up with your spirit. Lord that we speak. What we speak. You said that we have the power. What we bind on earth is bound in heaven. What we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. You've given us great power and great authority. Father we refuse to live a lifestyle. That's anything less than that. Everywhere we go. We are the sons and daughters of God. So worthy, Father. You're so worthy in this place. The last thing that the Lord put on my spirit for this morning was this. And these all, it's kind of funny, you can see these things progressively moving in one direction. Out of the issue of identity He then said that the next thing that hinders us living that kind of life that he's called us to live is the Holy Spirit's power at work in our lives. You do realize that there is no period and then the words and so the story ends at the last chapter of the book of Acts. that book's still being written today. You understand that? There is nothing that we read about the early church doing through the power of the Holy Spirit that we cannot do today. It's his power, it's his presence. We're just conduits. When's the last time you prayed for someone and saw them healed? If I said right now, hey, let's go to some funeral homes and just raise the dead. Oh, whatever, that's just sad. No, 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 no. Now I understand God's will and God's time comes into play in moments like that because everyone's appointed that time of death in their lives unless Jesus comes back. But you understand what I'm saying? power in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Listen now that is just as much a gift from God as salvation itself. Acts chapter one, Jesus speaking to the disciples in the church at the time, he said, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria and to the ends of the earth. One of the reasons why, We're not seeing revival like we could in this country or in this community. It's because the church is powerless. We've been duped into thinking that church is just getting together on Sunday and singing some songs and listening to a little message and then we go back out the door and we get connected. We, we, then real life happens, you understand, when we walk out that door. And I'm here to tell you, this is real life. Everything outside these doors is a facade that is going to burn up. But what we do for eternity is going to last forever. We need to change our perspectives. Man, seeing people healed is real life. Seeing people set free is real life. Seeing people come to know Jesus is real life. Earning a check from a job is a facade. Are you understanding me? What we're doing right now is real. Are you operating in the fullness of the power of the Holy Spirit? You never live a life worthy of the calling that you've received outside of that. I love that Jesus gave us everything that we needed to overcome everything that we would face in this world. So many times we settle for life down here when we should be living life up here having spiritual impact everywhere we go. Are y'all tracking with me this morning? Are you feeling what God is doing in the place today? You understand what he's saying to us in the church? Now, why would any of this matter? Have you seen what God has been doing at this church? Oh my God in heaven, it has been absolutely amazing. Every time we get together, we see people healed and restored. Last, last, uh, Last Sunday, it just started. Now, we had a service very similar to this last Sunday, and we had prayer for people. And we, I mean, it seemed like when we opened up the altars for prayer, all the seats were, were empty. Everybody was up here. We were just praying for people, and then the message just started later that day. We prayed for one lady, and she was like, Pastor Josh, um, I barely made it to service today. I just, it was just, I was experiencing so much pain in my body just out of nowhere. My legs were cramping, my back was cramping. I was just pain radiating from my head on down to my feet. It was just a battle to get in the, you ever had a day where it's just a battle to get in the car and get to the house of God cause life's just throwing everything at you. It was one of those days. And she said, I came up for prayer and asked God for healing And I didn't get healed up here at the altar. And I went back to my seat and I sat down and and then she said, but a couple of minutes later, I noticed I wasn't hurting anymore. My legs weren't hurting, my back wasn't hurting, my arms weren't hurting, my head wasn't hurting. i had been completely healed in the presence of God. We see and hear about stuff like that all the time in text messages about um, custody issues with children. And, and people saying, hey, I just got a phone call from the other party that said, you know what, let's just end all of this. Let's just resolve it right now outside of court with no legal fees. Here you go, full custody, no problem. Prayers are answered. God moves. Mountains, it's everyday stuff. Everyday stuff. I love it. Over over since since the first service of April, we have seen over 50 people give their hearts to Jesus. It's amazing. We've seen about 17 of them get baptized with more coming. God is moving powerfully in and through this church. So why would He hit pause and create a moment like this? for a church that he's already doing so many wonderful things in and through so humbling to see what god is doing this gets me excited because when he hits pause and says hey i want you guys to start living the kind of life that is worthy of the calling that i have placed on you it tells me what we have seen so far ain't nothing compared to what god is about to do if we step out in obedience to what he's leading us to do Oh, it gets me going. It gets me going. Father, thank you again for what you're doing in this place. God, let no one be confused by what's going on here. This is all orchestrated and led by you. You are speaking to us. This is what I want to do. We've talked about offense, we've talked about identity, and we've talked about stepping into the fullness of the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. For some of us, with regard to the Holy Spirit, it means that we need a fresh infilling and refilling of the Holy Spirit in in our lives. That fire and that passion that used to just be there over time sometimes can die down, and it's not as intense as it used to be. I think God wants us to recapture that today in his presence. Some of us need to be filled with the Holy Spirit for the first time ever. What does that mean, Pastor Josh? Here's what I'll tell you. Just come up here to the altar in a moment and say, God, I want everything that you have for me. And I'm pretty sure he can take care of the rest. All right, we don't have to have a great exhaustive theological discussion right now on who the Holy Spirit is and what he does in our lives. Pretty sure God can respond to a heart that's hungry and just do whatever he wants to do. Are there any hungry hearts in this place today? How I many of you would say, whatever God wants, I'm down for it? Yeah? So let's do this. I want to open up these altars just for the next few moments that we have here want to open up these altars and invite everyone who will. If you say, you know what, maybe you just need to, you need to solidify what God's been speaking, and you need to just come up here and completely forgive you need to come up here and settle the issue of identity or you need to come up here and just say God I need the fullness of the power of the Holy Spirit in operation in my life maybe a better way to say it is if you're ready to live the kind of life that Jesus died for you to live and you refuse to accept anything less than that and you want all that God has for you When I count to three, I'm just going to open up these altars. You know what? I'm not even going to count to three. Let's just do it right now. If you're hungry and you want God to do something in your life, get up out of your seat. Get out of your row. Come on up here. Come on up here and just say, God, I want everything. I want everything. I want everything. Everything that you have for me. Everything that you have and I'm not trying to guilt anybody or manipulate a moment if your heart is sincere And you really want God to just kick it to the next level You just want to step up to the next level and in the leading of the Holy Spirit and what you Y'all get what I'm saying here, man, there's some hungry people up here I wonder if there's any more too many times we let others lead and then passively participate in what's happening So I want to do this one more time See, people are already moving, I love this. Don't wait, this is for you. This is for you. Come on up here and let God do something powerful in your life today. Let him do something powerful in your life today. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Lord, if this is all by your spirit, Father, a man's words could never do what you're doing in the hearts of people right now. Lord, we're so grateful for your presence in this place. Holy Spirit, this is your service. Do what you want to do in this place right now, all across the place. You want everything that God has for you. If you need to Finish forgiving, if you need to resolve the issue of identity, if you're ready to step into that fullness and just refuse to go back to a normal life, but to begin to live or relive the life that Jesus has called you to, let's just lift up our hands right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, pour your presence out in this place. Father, none of these people are here today by accident. Surely you've orchestrated this moment. Surely you have each and every individual that you wanted here, here today, Father. Without exception, we all have access to everything that you've provided for us. So now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you do what only you can do. Father, we want to live that life that's worthy of the calling that you have given us. We can't do it without you. Holy Spirit, I pray right now that you equip, equip with power. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus right now. Holy Spirit, just pour your presence out over us. The issues of identity be resolved in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus right now, Lord, that as we have forgiven, Lord, that you heal, heal our hearts in the name of Jesus, Father. Holy Spirit, pour your power out in this place. Pour your power out in this place. Holy, 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 holy. Holy, 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 holy. See, too many times we wait for a pastor or somebody to come by and pray for us, and there is... Um, there is scripture to stand on with regard to the laying on of hands but I think this is one of those moments where it just needs to be you and God I want to pray over you and pray for you but this is you and God how bad do you want him? how bad do you want him? he said in his word that we would seek him and find him when we seek him with all of our hearts don't hold anything back in this moment father we want all of you Holy Spirit, we need everything. We need everything that you have to equip us with. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. So, so worthy, Lord Jesus. Can y'all lead us in some worship for a little bit? The band's going to lead us in some worship. Just get alone with God in this moment and let him do in you what he needs to do in you.